You're listening to the Sunday Mornings at Bear Creek United Methodist Church podcast. Each week we replay the week's sermon delivered by Pastor Leo Tyler. Bear Creek UMC is located in Houston, Texas. For more information, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org. You know, this has been, I hope, a great experience for you. This uh, is uh, this sermon series talking about Dr. Jesus, a prescription for healthy uh, living. Thanks to all our participants. Again, thank you, Ron, for uh, helping us understand that we were created to move. I thank Dr. James. I appreciate his participation as well as Dr. Dan in, in what they added to this sermon series. Have you developed a vision for healthy living? I want you to think about it. Have you, over the series of these sermons, have you developed a vision for healthy living? This is the last sermon in this series. It's called Living Your Faith. Living Your Faith. When we combine nutrition as well as family and friends, our emotional life, our work life, with movement, with our medical care, and our faith life, then God can do something with our health. What does it mean for us to live our faith is the subject today. And and, and if we can think about it, faith has three components, knowledge, belief, and trust. Knowledge, belief, and trust. And so we first start with knowledge. The scripture says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so faith comes from what is heard. And what is heard comes through the word of Christ. How often do you listen to the word of God? How often do you listen to the word of God? Because it's not just any knowledge that is going to build our faith. It has to be the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Knowledge that comes from the word of God. It may be a daily devotional. It may be a Bible study, weekly Bible study or a podcast or or reading the Bible in a year, whatever your method of receiving the word of God, it can't, let let, let me make this clear, it can't be just a sermon on Sunday morning. It has to be more. It is important for us to receive the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. Peter in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 14 says this. He says, make every effort to be found in Jesus in peace pure and falseless. He said some of the uh, words of the Apostle Paul, his remarks are hard to understand. And, and people who are ignorant and whose faith is weak, weak, they often twist them. They often twist these words to their own destruction. And just as they do that, they do it with other scriptures as well. It is so important for us, if we are not strong in our faith, then we will lose our way. So Peter warns us in verse 17. He says, be on guard so that you aren't led off course into the error of sinful people and lose your own safe position. He goes on to say, instead, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Isaiah goes on to say in Isaiah 55 verse 3, he says, listen, listen, come to me, listen, 
and you will live. My brothers and sisters, faith comes alive through first the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus said it clearly in John chapter 6, verse 63. I love this verse. He said, the spirit is the one who gives life and the flesh doesn't help at all. The flesh doesn't help at all. And then he says this, the words that I've spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. See, God's word is life. And it is by listening to God's word that our faith is increased. After knowledge comes the second component. The second component is that of belief. Thad Green's book, The Belief System, love his book. It's all about motivation. He says this. He says, we put forth the effort when we believe the outcome we expect is possible. Notice, we put forth the effort when we believe that the outcome we expect is possible. What do you believe? In Hebrews 11, verse 6, it says that it is impossible for us to please God without faith because faith, faith, because the one who draws near to God must believe that God exists and that God rewards those that seek after him. You and I must ask ourselves the question, do we believe God exists? That's the easy one. The second one is we must ask ourselves, what is our perception of the God that we believe exists? What is the perception of that God? Because the perception of that God is going to really say what you will believe that God can do. We draw closer and closer to God because we must believe that God exists and that God rewards us when we seek God. There's power in belief. There's power in belief in the scripture in 1 John 1, 7. Listen, the power comes that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses us from all sin. You and I have to hold on to the belief of the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Think about the power that comes from the cross. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses us all sin. Please believe. Believe how much God loves you. John 3 and 16 says, God loved you so much, love you. This is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son. And this is why, listen to it, this is why, so that no one need be destroyed. No one. God doesn't want anyone to be destroyed. By believing in Jesus, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go through all of this trouble in sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it is. No, the scripture says, and this is from the Message Bible, he says, he came to put the world right again. I need us not to lose faith. Jesus Christ came to put the world right again. 
Do you believe this? Do you believe this? You can have a whole and lasting life through Jesus Christ because Jesus came to put, and I like, I like making it personal, Jesus came to put you back right again. <laughs> Jesus Christ came to put Leo back right again. Don't stop believing that. No matter how much the world around you is getting more and more corrupt, Jesus has come to make you right again. To have a faith life, we must first have the knowledge. Second, we have to have the belief. But third, and finally, is trust. Trust. The third component of faith is trust. Trust is a firm belief, a firm belief. I love the scripture in Romans chapter 10, verse 10. It says, trusting with the heart leads to righteousness. Trusting with the heart leads to righteousness and confessing with the mouth leads to salvation. You see, the mouth is going to speak what the heart believes. The mouth is going to speak what the heart believes. Trusting, then confessing. Trusting, then confessing. Trusting with the heart leads to righteousness. That righteousness is really our true identity in Jesus Christ. We trust who we are in Christ, which means that your whole being embraces this idea that you are right with God. You are right with God. You have to like say it out loud to believe it. <laughs> God has said everything right between God and me. You have to know it. You have to say it, speak it out, and know that everything between the two of you is right. You are loved and you are forgiven of your sins, you and God are right. Now let's use this example that Hezekiah, Hezekiah's example to build our faith when it comes to our health. If you notice the scripture, it says, at about, at about the time Hezekiah became deadly sick. If anything wakes you up, it is a terminal illness. A terminal illness definitely is a situation that would test our faith. I've walked with many individuals through crises and through illnesses, uh, often bringing them to the brink of losing their very faith in the God that they've trusted, doubting him. You know, we, don't, we know that God doesn't always heal, but that doesn't stop us from believing that God can heal. Hezekiah was given some bad news. Isaiah the prophet came to him, as Nancy read, and the Lord said, put your affairs in order because you are about to die. And then he gives him this. He says, you won't survive this. I mean, that's like saying you're going to die and put a period on it. You will not survive this. How many people you know have gone to the doctor and gotten this kind of report? But Hezekiah didn't take the news lying down. Hezekiah right away turns his face to the wall and began to pray. 
How many times is that your first, your first response when you get bad news? Turn your face to the wall and pray. And this was his prayer. Please, Lord, remember how I have walked before you in truth and sincerity. I've done what you considered to be good. And then Hezekiah cried and cried to the Lord. I'm not sure how long he cried out to the Lord. The scripture just said he cried and he cried. You can see Hezekiah's faith in God's healing power right away. But more importantly, you can see Hezekiah's trust in God. He trusted the Lord. Hezekiah felt he had a right to ask God and cry out to God in his time of need. I want you to grab hold of this because I want you to know you have a right. You have a right as a child of God to say, hey, God, I need you and I need you now. God said to Isaiah, I want you to go and I want you to tell Hezekiah, the Lord, the God of your ancestor David says this, I have heard your prayer. I have heard your prayer and I have seen your tears. Sometimes it seems like you are crying and nobody knows, but let me say it does. God sees every tear. And he says this. You tell Hezekiah, I will add 15 years to his life. Think about what you can do in an extra 15 years. Just think about it. Here's a king said not to survive, but die. And after crying out to the Lord, 15 years added to his life. Now, my mom, my mom had this kind of faith. My mom was the kind of person, and, and, and it was my first experience with faith. She began to tell me about God's healing power. She told me how my shoulder was dislocated as a baby. And she had me in her arms this particular day and listening to the radio to a, a person talking about healing and, and, and deliverance. And, and this is what the minister told her. He was telling everybody listening to the radio, I want you to lay one hand upon the person and where they are, they need healing. And then I want you to lay your other hand on the radio as a point of contact and I want you to believe God and the person on the radio began to pray and as they prayed my mom said you could hear the pop when it took place and my shoulder went back in the socket now you tell a kid that over and over again and I can't help but believe what God can do I know everyone has not had that kind of positive experience with faith and healing. There's no scientific evidence, no proof that faith will bring you healing. Matter of fact, in situations where prayer was involved, it's been reported that outcomes were improved, that outcomes had no effect, and that outcomes even worsened. For a multitude of reasons, when it comes to research on healing effects of prayer, it's riddled with assumptions, with, with challenges and contradictions. Yesterday, I talked to a woman, and she was telling me how she just refused to give up on a situation. 
A situation where she was praying and praying for God to intervene. Her brother had almost given up in this situation. She was telling me how he had almost lost his faith, but because of her faith, it encouraged him. See, we must pray and believe knowing God may or may not do what we ask God to do. She kept believing, and she gave me this. Guess what? God came through for her on this situation. She said, we're not all the way out of the woods yet, but God came through in this situation. Please, today I want you to examine your faith life. Take the time and ask yourself, how is my relationship with God? Because it doesn't stay the same. It changes with the situations. Sometimes you're close to God. Sometimes you feel distant from God. Where are you today? Scripture says, worship the Lord your God and his blessings. His blessings will be your food and your water. And then he adds this, I will take away sickness from among you and I will let you live a long life. I trust God's word. Sometimes it doesn't happen like we want it to happen. And I don't understand why it doesn't. And I don't understand why it doesn't at times. But I remember Jesus saying this. Not my will, Father, but thy will be done. Even if we sincerely are doing God's will, and to the best of our ability, we are following God's will for our lives. God may not see that healing is the best thing for us. Matter of fact, regardless of God's answer, we must continue trusting God. Hold to your faith no matter what. Hold to your faith no matter what. Continue to seek God's knowledge of Jesus Christ Continue to believe and continue to trusting God. Amen? Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you so very much. Thank you for giving us faith. Faith to believe that all things are possible if we just believe. And when it doesn't happen like we want, that we can still trust you. We love you, Father, and we ask that you would increase our faith today. If you're here today and you need that faith increased, will you pray this prayer with me? Say, Father, come on, just everybody say, Father, thank you for giving me faith. Now, please increase my faith in you. Thank you because I believe. Help my unbelief. In Jesus' name, amen. 
We hope you've enjoyed this program. For more information and directions to our church, please visit our website at bearcreekumc.org or call the church office at 281-463-2330. You can also submit a prayer request by clicking on the contact page of our website.